the network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. Greetings and welcome to this episode of Connected. I'm your host, David Danto, at uh, where I am usually this time of year, standing on another line uh, at uh, the CES conference in Las Vegas. Uh, I've been to a couple of press conferences already uh, today, and there are a few more coming this evening. Uh, the show uh, doesn't officially open until Tuesday, and as I'm uh, reading this to you, it's a Sunday evening. The media days have just started. Um, lots of interesting trends to look at this year that are going to affect the enterprise. Um, certainly what's going on with AI and machine learning, a um, bit of a hackneyed term, but, but we're starting to really see some developments affecting the product space. Um, in addition to it, you know, obviously IoT, security, voice assistance, voice first, a um, lot of uh, uh, autonomous technology, a lot of robots um, here to help separate out some of the uh, the trends and realities that you'll need to deal with from some of the vaporware and uh, big headlines that don't amount to very much that we see at these shows very often. So thanks for joining us and uh, stay with us. Good morning, everybody uh, from FPT Industrial. Uh, we are uh, for the first time here at CES presenting uh, an innovative project with Giorgio Moroder and our power source concept, Corsair X. Uh, it's uh, both uh, an artistic and engineering uh, innovative project because uh, Giorgio Moroder created for FPT Industrial a new sound a sound that will identify the propulsion of the future X, that is our concept power source that uh, represents uh, our vision uh, for, on the propulsion of the future. So uh, join us at our booth and we will have also Giorgio Moroder present uh, 8th January uh, at 2 p.m. And it's Evan Kerstel from CES in Las Vegas. Actually, my background is not consumer electronics, and I've spent 25 years in the enterprise trying to avoid CES in Las Vegas in January, but they sucked me in eventually. And one of the reasons I'm particularly interested in this event now is we're seeing a convergence of technologies, uh, things like AI, 5G, wireless, and more in the consumer side of things that, that's really going to drive enterprise use cases and enterprise technology adoption over the next one, two, three years. So what we're seeing here in terms of trends and opportunities and usage of devices and services and uh, automotive vehicles, we're going to see those proliferate into enterprise business use cases. So it's really interesting to get you know insight into the consumer, but, but also the professional consumer, you know, what business uh, people, what professionals are adopting in terms of the, the early stage adopters and things like voice activated technology is particularly interesting to me. The Alexa and, and you know, voice 
first phenomenon has been a spectacular success in the consumer world. And we're seeing that bleed into the enterprise in really interesting and innovative ways, like putting uh, smart speakers in your hotel room, in one, one example. Uh, video is, has been a personal, professional obsession for many years. But video adoption and usage is on fire. And we're seeing video production, creation, and consumption in many applications sort of exploding with uh, all demographics, really. And in the enterprise in particular, video is the way to do business. And so I'm particularly fascinated by 5G and its impact on video in terms of quality and user experience, obviously speeds and performance and latency and jitter. And, uh, you know, applications like Zoom have been uh, propelling the enterprise forward in terms of collaboration, remote workers, and the way you do business, frankly. So I'm really interested in seeing voice, video, and emerging technologies in general, whether it's you know autonomous uh, uh, automated systems like self-driving cars that we all get so excited about, but autonomous systems are filtering their way into every device and application and service. And so this new phenomenon of uh, sort of robotic process automation of automating applications and systems and devices is going to impact the enterprise in a very big way and is already making consumers think about you know, the devices and services they use. So look forward to a great show, and I'll see you around the campus here in CES. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage our featured speaker this morning, the President and Chief Technology Officer of LG Electronics, Dr. I.P. Park. Good morning, everyone. We've already taken another big step by expanding the Thank You brand to also include all IoT-enabled products and services. Why? Because we believe that digital transformation is about much more than a single device or two. We need to connect all aspects of our lives with intelligent touch points. And LG ThinQ represents our commitment to doing just that. Well, an ambitious vision like that needs a clear and structured roadmap. And I'm sure many of you will appreciate this need for clarity as you come across thousands of AI products and ideas here this week at CES. So this morning, I'd like to begin with our take on a framework for the future of artificial intelligence. Time is the time is now 8.30 a.m. Oh, we're out again. Can you order orange juice? Sure. What kind would you like to order? One bottle of 100% orange juice. No pulp, please. Okay, ordering now. Thanks. Can you call a taxi in 10 minutes? The taxi will arrive in 10 minutes. Is that AI can start to recognize you, distinguish you from another user. It can use your own individual threat 
either your voice, behavior, preference, face, and then identify you and start to personalize your experience with the device or the service that you're consuming. Excellent. Let's see how that personalization works. I barely slept last night. Just five more minutes. Olivia, not again. Have a glass of orange juice. That usually gets you going in the morning. But there wasn't any left yesterday. I ordered more last night. Your favorite, 100% no bulb. Of course you did. Thanks. How much time do I have left? 45 minutes to get to the convention center. I'll call a taxi for 8.30. Okay, I'll go take a shower. Put the news on in the bathroom? Sure. Playing your favorite channel. So from level three on, AI is much less about one individual device and what it can do by itself, but more about the collective intelligence of a system of interconnected device and solution, all working together for us. Sounds really fantastic. So my question is, when can we have this? <laughs> well, uh, we're just starting research on this topic. So uh, as much as progress always uh, make headways in some area, before it reaches maturity, I'm afraid it's gonna take a few years. Oh, we need to get there faster, JF. Let's see what a life at level three looks like. Let's take a look. Good morning. You sound great this morning. Did you sleep well? Yeah, it's been a long time. Thanks for the recommendation. My pleasure. Olivia, can I also recommend a light breakfast before your presentation? Oh, you're right. What should I have? I've prepared a light green salad. Lettuce is good for reducing stress. Thanks. That's just what I need. Olivia, you seem a bit nervous. No, I just... This presentation is really important to me. You'll be fine. What about dinner with Mark tonight? Oh, yes! It's a special day for us, too. But where should we go? What about the restaurant where you two first met? That's a super idea. Can you please make a reservation? Sure. Now relax and get some rest. So, AI understanding why really makes a difference. Okay, JF, what can possibly be better than this? Well, now we need to look at a longer term future vision. Um, so for level four. So the level four is based on what we're calling experimental learning. Experimental learning. Now, that's a really new concept. Can you tell us more? Yes. So experimental learning is the fact that we believe that AI can be able to design and improve continuously. AI will do this by formulating hypothesis around a specific goal, and then it's going to go out and test to learn new inferences. AI has the potential to become like a personal science lab that helps you constantly research and experiment with new ideas and knowledge. And that's why we're calling level four exploration. AI and the user working together like a team to constantly try out new ideas to figure out what works best for you. So optimization becomes much more personal process and ongoing way of living supported and facilitated by AI. That's really fantastic, JF. It is. So from efficiency to personalization to reasoning and then on to exploration, these level of artificial intelligence experience are our attempt at mapping the future of AI and the relationship with human experience. That's exactly right. A structured way of thinking and talking about how AI will change our lives 
And this is only the beginning. Team. So refreshing. I loved it. Great. Before you go, can we review edit suggestions for your speech? Sure. Let's hear it. Good to go? Yes. So much better. Thanks. Olivia, you still look a little tense. What about a quick call with IP for advice? That's a good idea. Connect me. Hey, Olivia, your rehearsals are great. So don't worry. Good luck. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. What about that new mindfulness technique we tried last week? Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Here's a dress selection for tonight's date with Mark. Okay, let me see. How about this one? It's a new color for you. Hmm. How do I look? I knew that would look good on you. This one's perfect for tonight. Thank you. Enjoy your evening with Mark. I think Olivia has a real great boss, doesn't she? <laughs> now, as a reminder, we announced Filmmaker Mode about four months ago in August uh, at an event in Los Angeles. However, the development process itself has taken about two years or so since, um, since we started from now. And it was well received when we launched it and I wanted to take a very quick second and just say thank you to all of you here, the press that has been very kind with us and has given us um, really great coverage. Discovering the movie, you want to see it right. You want the viewer to experience it in the best way possible. There has to be just one mode you can put it in that presents the choices that the filmmakers made on your television screen. So that's the idea behind filmmaker mode. You should use filmmaker mode. It's the only way to watch it.
I'm Ben Nichols from JLab Audio, and we're here today to talk about the Go Airs. We're launching these right now at CES. Uh, just like we did last year with the JBuds Air, we're going to be revolutionary and offer the Go Airs for $30. These are going to have 20 hours of total play time, five in the earbuds, and then three extra charges with the case. They're IPX4, so they're going to be sweat resistant, water resistant, and they're going to have touch controls. They're going to have everything that you want in a true wireless earbud, and again, they're going to be $30. Find out more, go to jlabaudio.com. They're called the Go Airs. Go check them out. We're able to do that because uh, we cut back at the right places at our company. We have a small staff. There's 40 employees uh, at JLab, where other companies have some in the hundreds. So we're able to work hard and get you these low price points by cutting back in other ways that companies don't. When will they be available? Again, they're available uh, in March. Check them out online, and they'll be in retailers around then as well. Um, we're at um, CES 2020 at the Pepcom Digital Experience tonight, and I'm here joined by a couple of uh, three, actually, terrific industry colleagues. I'm going to have them introduce themselves. We'll talk a little bit about what we saw here now, what we saw at the show today. So, Adrian, let's start with you. Uh, hi, Adrian Cottrell from the Daily Do. Uh, Mark Peterson, Shen Milson-Wilkie. John Grover from Polycom. All right, well, really? That's five bucks in the, in the till for you. John Grover from Poly. That's, that's much better. Okay, so, so we saw a lot of things here. The Pepcom Digital Experience is a show within a show. We saw a lot of exhibitors. Everybody, it's democratized. Everybody just has a table or two tables at most. No big monuments to everything else going on. And, and I, 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 we want to kind of get a sense. We've been at CES now for two and a half days, the media events, and the, the show's not even opening till tomorrow morning. Um, what are the themes? What are some of the things we saw? I mean, I, I, I'm looking at, you know, um, Alltech Lance, things, $30, uh, um, $39 wireless earbuds, and JLab's $30 wireless earbuds, you know, the, the, these area, the era of AirPods and really expensive Bluetooth audio headphones is kind of going away, um, and that's an interesting thing, so that's definitely one of the trends that I'm picking up here. Uh, you guys have anything that you're seeing as well? Um, I think uh, health and fitness is one of the big areas where people are starting to connect everything together, so they're bringing them all online. Um, there's the uh, there's a number of exercise bikes here, uh, actually at Pepcom, Bowflex, which some of you well know from a brand, and they've done Bowflex. Yeah, beautiful. They're oh, beautiful. Nice. Yeah. beautiful. Very nice. They look good, um, and they're competing with Peloton, which is Peloton's pretty much a closed system. Um, I say it's a bit like Apple with iPod and iTunes and Nespresso coffee capsules with their machines and their capsules, but they've they've taken it all apart, and you plug your own iPad and your own Samsung Galaxy device in it. 
and then they've got some of their more complicated machines, things like the, the cross trainers that some of us may well have tried to use in a gym. And unless you look like Arnold Schwarzenegger or you're incredibly fit like a triathlete or um, who, was the, who was the guy, Mark Phelps? Mike Phelps. Mike Phelps, who, who presented earlier one of the press conferences. It's very difficult to use machines, and they're using intelligence to they test you on the machine, and then they try and give you a program to figure out how you can get better at the whole thing. So seeing a lot of the health and fitness stuff here. Yep. You brought up a good point, which I think we're shifting a transition from proprietary uh, closed systems to more of a collaborative uh, environment. I saw over here in the corner, uh, really the, one of the few products here that I could see transcending into the enterprise, and this was a uh, product that was a collaboration tool that used uh, the Microsoft HoloLens. And so you wear the HoloLens and you can collaborate with people. Uh, and I thought that was very interesting. The price point was a little high, but it certainly showed how in, in the demand for conference room spaces, being able to set up a space and collaborate without having to one was, was quite innovative. Uh, the Lenovo folding, uh, was my first real interaction with a folding OLED display, but it was kind of creasy, so I wasn't really too impressed with it, but it was good to actually kind of see that product after several you know, iterations. Yeah, I want to echo what you said, David, and what you said, Adrian. You know, I thought True Wireless was certainly one of the big themes we've seen. You know, both how it's come down so much in price point over the last year so that it's so much more accessible to the average consumer, but also the addition of new features like active noise canceling to a lot of these new True Wireless and, and in the health and fitness space, but, but even more in the health and medical space. You know, I've seen a lot of devices here to provide, you know, a consumer version of care um, for stroke survivors, as an example, uh, we've talked previously about some of the hearing aid technology that's come down a lot in price point and is a lot more accessible. Okay, that's great. And there's, there's also some, uh, some of the, making sure we're working this time, there's also some of the products here that are actually a little bit silly. Um, you know, we have the, uh, the, the, the uh, Procter & Gamble Charmin toilet paper delivery robot here, which, uh, which I know you had a couple of comments about it regarding the Procter & Gamble press conference, if you want to tell everybody. I did, yeah. If you had to ask me at this point in time, and we're only two days in, what the best press conference I've been to is Procter & Gamble. Um, you know, as Americans, you guys are very, very lucky to have such a, a corporate that's managing to innovate. Um, you know, in my area of the world, you've looked at Intel, Cisco, Hewlett Packard, many big corporations who've tried to innovate, tried to act like a small company. And I think nine times out of 10, they failed. Um, the message I got from the Procter & Gamble uh, press conference yesterday was how clever they were at innovating, how clever they were at doing startups and funding startups. A lot of, there's been a lot of interest on Twitter with the, the Charmaine toilet delivery system, which is a little uh, robot drone that delivers toilet paper if you get stuck. You know, that's meant as a joke. It's not meant as a proper product. Um, one of the things that they had was some really good things from Oral-B, their toothpaste stuff. They had some other bits and pieces from uh, eye care and hair care and makeup and bits and pieces. They had a very good razor system. And if you're a man and you shave with an electric razor, it's quite easy to do that. But think of talking about health, health, health and fitness, um, you know, well-being. You know, what if you have to shave your father who's not very well? You know, somebody who's older or Alzheimer's or whatever else. They've actually got special razors that they've developed which allow you to shave somebody else. They've really thought about it. They've been incredibly innovative. And I think they're, a, they're just a great success story for, for, for U.S. corporates. So I think we're talking about then what we saw, what another, I thought, a very good press conference was the TCL conference. And I think it was just by going to the root, just going to the basics of what's important for us to hear in a conference. Uh, it wasn't a lot of extra uh, whiz-bang 
Uh, and it is important for them and for us because we want to see competition in the market and we're seeing the drive confirming the larger displays at lower cost and the demand correlates with AK. So you have to have those displays in the market at the same time that you have the, the actual so, the sources coming in at the same time. So I, th I thought they were, had a great story to tell and I'm looking forward to products from them. Well, I think sort of a sub-theme across all of this has been how AI is being brought in. Almost not like the, the subtext of the product, but as the leading thing that the product is there to deliver. You know, I felt that was one of the key themes actually in LG's conference. I was no longer buying smart home devices, a washer or dryer. I was buying an AI system delivered via the fridge that would know to order automatically. Even down to their concept videos, right? The predictive, the, the emotional intelligence that the AI is starting to have. Yeah, I think it's going to be a real theme. It's, it's so, it seems to be that next trend in AI where we go from using it as a buzzword to we really see how it, how it helps us not just in concept, but how it comes into play as we start interconnecting the devices throughout a smart home. Um, and I'll be the cynic and the negative guy talking about the uh, the Panasonic press conference that we saw today. You know, it's a 45-minute press conference. We were about 35 minutes in, and all they were giving us was a very big image advertisement. You know, with um, <clears throat> with, with uh, Phelps, you know, the gold medalist that they have uh, partnerships with them and partnerships with the Olympics. And, you know, they have partnerships with Disney and the Star Wars theme. And then they brought out stormtroopers to walk around the room. And, you know, you're, you're in this press conference. In a limited time, you're selecting them over other conflicting conferences you're 45 minutes into the press conference and you still haven't really heard about their vision or their products or their lineup or what they're doing. It was a real... Now, some people loved that. They loved the gitch and they loved, you know, the, the, the fancy fun stuff. But for me, covering this event in a few days, it was really kind of a waste of time. So, you know, I, I certainly appreciated um, what we learned from the press conferences you talked about. We, I appreciated what we learned from the UHD Alliance with the whole concept of, uh, of uh, the, the, the filmmaker's vision that they're all going to, you know, most of the... Um, Broadcast sets the, are going to come with a, a, a displays come with filmmaker mode that will automatically be set to the vision of the director or the cinematographer so that it won't be affected by processing in the display or, or any way that we've set it that we like it brighter or darker that whatever the, the, the cameraman and the filmmaker and the director wanted you to see be it blurry or dark or with a different aspect ratio that's how it'll show up in filmmaker mode as a default on your displays at home. So a lot of good information and again I'll reiterate that the show hasn't even started yet. You know, it, it opens up Tuesday morning as we record this. That's tomorrow morning. Uh, that's when the halls open. We've just been going to the press events and the media events and the, the private events here. So I'll go once more. And we're, by the way, thanks very much to Pepcom for inviting us with our, our peace beads and our peace sign and our 60s theme here. Um, let's give everybody one last word and I'll go around. I'll start with you, Adrian. Um, any of your impressions or what you're looking forward to in the next couple of days? Uh, well, one of the things about the show, of course, is that CES is actually one of the largest car shows in the world. We always tend to forget that. If you, if you turn up on the monorail, the first thing you see is the big BMW park. Uh, so I've already been to a couple of press conferences about electric vehicles. Uh, Byton were the big one, the Chinese brand, launching uh, this year. So you'll see lots of car stuff. Mercedes are here, BMW are here, and there's a lot of uh, Fisker. So there's a lot of um, electric car startups. So that's quite interesting for some people. Uh, in the AV world, which is one of the areas I want to focus on, of course, 8K is one of the big things. Uh, the 8K Association has been doing some good stuff with accreditation. Samsung and TCL. I do think that TCL and a couple of other Chinese companies will start giving people like Samsung a run for their money in this space. Um, and then just generally around the show, I think wellness and health and fitness are going to be really, really big things. Yeah, and um, my, my 
takeaway has to do with the robotics, which you know previously has been a focus on productivity, and they're really trying to find its niche, and it's transitioning, and it's a larger message about the quality of life. And, and I think we're seeing a lot of consumer products and focus on the quality of life. And, and for the enterprise, that's also important. Uh, the enterprise needs employees that are sleeping well, that have uh, health, health considerations. So I, I think it's good to see more of those products that are focusing on that. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll take from quality of life and talk a little bit about the smart home. We're seeing lots of smart locks. Uh, uh, we have smart beds that will actually heat and cool automatically to help me sleep better. And these seem innovative, but they don't quite seem on the cutting edge of what the smart home can be. And I'm really interested, you know, with this theme of AI coming into everything we buy in our smart home, what are some of these new products, new concepts that we'll finally get to see in the smart home? All right, well, terrific. Adrian and Mark and John, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Good morning. I'm here at uh, the 2020 CES show. I found a quiet corner, which is pretty hard to do. Um, interestingly, uh, as I see people walking into the hall today on the first day, and I'm in the, the central hall right now at the Las Vegas Convention Center, I um, people are walking very slowly, sort of like you know, uh, a deer in the headlights kind of look. Very, uh, very dazed. Uh, not really sure where to go. I think the size of the show overwhelms a lot of the attendees this year, which is actually pretty interesting. Um, uh, I'm going to walk around. Like I said, it took a little while for me to get uh, a quiet corner, and I'm happy that I finally did get a quiet corner. So I'll, uh, I'll share insights, and uh, I'll be uploading to my YouTube channel and tweeting about um, any new products and innovations that I think everybody should hear about. So uh, stay with us. Tom Mingo from Williams AV in Minneapolis. I'm here with Rob Sheely, our CEO from Williams AV as well. We're out here at CES this year. Um, we make a tradition every single year of coming out to CES because we need to see a lot of what the consumers are bringing for their technology because what we found in the commercial AV industry is that when consumers adopt it at home and when they're seeing these technologies in their own personal lives, they expect that sort of quality and that sort of convenience in the commercial space as well when they're working in conference rooms. So it's always a great place to actually uh, double check what's going on in the industry and what we should expect as commercial AV companies. Well, Dave, the biggest thing we've seen so far this year with this is the new Bluetooth announcement, uh, the Bluetooth LE with this. And for those of you not familiar with it, it allows Bluetooth from one to many. And it's a big, big deal because now instead of Bluetooth being a point-to-point -point device, you can now have one Bluetooth device connected to hundreds of devices simultaneously at the same time. The other thing it also does, it actually has uh, a hearing aid and assisted listening standard and specification. And obviously with Williams, we have this huge legacy of assistive listening with this. Design um, assistive listening in facilities with that. Think about... Uh, for example, like a loop system where you have a T-coil, and what if you also have a, a hearing aid that has Bluetooth, you add Bluetooth to your t um, loop system, and now basically you can cover all the bases. So it's fun. It's, it's a great thing. There's amazing things. As always, Samsung and LG have got some amazing display technology they're doing, and, but it's a lot of fun. 
Oh, hey, stop by the Williams AV, uh, williamsav.com or uh, williamsound.com, which is our other brand with that, and uh, check us out. We got lots of cool stuff. We'll definitely be at ISC. We'll definitely be at Infocom, and we'll definitely be at NAB with that. So all three of those. Hey, great talking with you. It's Laura Davidson with Shure. We're here at CES 2020, and we have some great new headphone and earphone products to tell you about, specifically our Aonic 50, which are our wireless headphone option. You look at the back, you can see there's some switches to control noise cancellation. We also have environment mode, which allows you to hear the world around you while still enjoying your music or taking phone calls. It gives you 20 hours of battery life and a very comfortable fit. We also are launching our Aonic 215. These are true wireless earphones that allow you to connect to our existing earphone line or take this as is. Get eight hours of battery life and three additional charges from within this case. 
So Shore's been around since 1925. We have a legacy of innovation and durability and legendary quality. And we want to be here at CES to start letting people know how important that sound quality can be in their day-to-day -day lives because everyone enjoys a great audio experience. And so that's why we're here. How does that relate to your enterprise and broadcast customers? So again, everybody likes to have a good sound experience. So whether you're using our products in your conference room or in your professional life, you can take that sound with you on the road using our professional listening devices as well. How can people find out more about it? You can find out more about us at www.shore.com. Hi, I'm Aaron Levine with Clear Audio. We're a performance-based audio company uh, out of San Diego, and we've got a ton of new stuff here at CES. Everything from new True Wireless, our goal, which has a, a nice floating design in your ear for long wear and active use. We have a new um, long battery life um, noise cancellation headphone, Enduro ANC, so it'll run for 60 hours on a single charge with the noise cancellation activated. We also are introducing ARC, which is a new way to listen to headphones. So it's a headphone without the actual headphone pad. So it, uh, it sends a beamforming audio into your ear at low volumes. And so it's a, a really enjoyable wear to enjoy music without having to uh, have um, earphones on. Yeah, so they're right over here. So these are ARC. So again, as you can see here with this nice form factor, no ear pads, but there's little speakers that are built into these uh, um, side arms right now and then those will uh, beam sound right into your ears. Okay. What are those? And so this is Halo. We introduced Halo uh, the late part of 2019. These are a wearable speaker so they fit around your neck really easily. And then they also have Google Assistant built in so with the press of the button you can say hey Google what's the weather? How can people get more information? So more information at clearaudio.com. So I'm really impressed with the clear products I have since I first heard them come out when uh, when I got uh, their stage product and held in the palm of my hand uh, the best audio that I ever heard out of a little device. Um, and I'm going to be trying the Halo and we'll hopefully get you guys a report and a review of it in the next couple of weeks. So this is the clear folks. Definitely check them out. Hi, my name is Kevin Urania. I'm the CEO of Zoe Meet, and we're here today to showcase to you the future of work. So together with Verizon 5G Labs and Vuzix, we created the world's first AR solution for language transcription. Now, our company is called Zoe Meet, and we built a AI-driven solution that helps people become more productive using voice technology. So our platform helps people become more productive during meetings by listening to the highlights, listening to the topics, and making sure that all this information that is being spoken in those important conversations that you have during your conference calls or your meetings is being processed directly into your HubSpot CRM, into your Microsoft Teams, so that helps your team become more productive and share information faster. 
Yeah, so we can work with Zoom to take in the data when you have a conference call, for example, uh, Microsoft Teams to share that information into your channels, um, and we also work with HubSpot uh, and Salesforce so you can take that information and connect those notes and those important tasks to a specific person within your CRM. Yeah, so with the glasses, what happens is when someone speaks to you in English, for example, it transcribes everything that's being said. So look at it as watching a movie. You'll see the subtitles in two, uh, two levels um, of uh, text. And at the same time, we also experiment with different languages. So if someone speaks Chinese, you can see it in English on your screen as well. How do people find out more? Uh, go to our website, www.zoemeet.com, and uh, reach out to us if you have any questions. My name is Michael Liggett, I'm with EasyCast Pro, and today we're taking a look at the Quattropod series. We've got a couple different types here. We've got the standard Quattropod and the mini Quattropod. Now what these do is these connect and pair with uh, the receiver that you would have plugged in via HDMI to a display. And these connect on a 5 gigahertz network. You plug this in via USB and then HDMI. The larger ones also have a mini display port option. And all you do, you plug it in and you hit the button and then it presents. In, uh, in addition to that, you can have multiple presenters and have all four of those showing up on the screen there. Um, additionally, it also supports AirPlay in that quad view as well as Miracast. And then for Android phones that don't have Miracast built into them, there's a Quattropod app, which is just a cool picture of the button, and you hit the button and it, and it goes up there. What's the HDMI wireless distance? Uh, the distance is about uh, 100 feet-ish. It's 5 gigahertz. Um, great for a conference room type scenario. If you want more coverage, the standard Quattropod actually has a PoE Ethernet connection. So you could end up running this to, say, a podium in a, you know, for a, a seminar or something. Have this run to there, go through the network that way, and you extend your range even further. Roughly how much do they cost and where can we find information? Um, so you can find information at easycast-pro.com. There's two main uh, bundles. There's the Quattropod, which is the two standard transmitters and a receiver for $1,099. And then the Quattropod Mini, which is the smaller transmitters um, and the receiver for $749. That's um, my day one at CES after the exhibits have opened. It's actually my day three, but uh, day one after the exhibits have opened here at the Las Vegas Convention Center. Um, some very interesting uh, uh, things to have seen. Uh, certainly, you know, true wireless earbuds anywhere you could spit, you'd hit a pair of them. 
Um, LG's presentation uh, by the entrance to their booth is uh, outstanding as it always is. Just beautiful OLEDs uh, showing off how, how those screens can work. Um, plenty of crowds here, lots of people. A lot of people moving very slowly, uh, much less Google assistance. You know, hey Google, people in the white lab coats. They used to be uh, all over the place. Now I saw one in all of the Las Vegas Convention Center, you know, unscientific poll that I had, but much less of them here. And um, a lot of big booths, new players. Um, I'm uh, looking forward to heading over to Showstoppers this evening and uh, getting a look at some uh, new and innovative products being launched there. Hey everybody, my name is Steve Walters. I work with a company called Facetto, based out of Superior, Wisconsin. And we have an amazing software for, to tell you about today. So our latest software that we're putting out right now is called Forum. It allows you to wirelessly share your presentation to every single device in the room without the internet. So I want you, I want you to wrap that around your head for a second. So what we're going to do here, all you need to do is download Forum onto your laptop. And then from there, if you wanted to zoom back a little bit, I'll show you. It's switching through all the lab uh, tablets here. Not only are you able to share your presentation with every single person in the room, but they're also able to interact with you. They can ask you questions through the app. They can answer polling questions. They can download content. So let's say you're a sales rep. We'll start there. You go into a client's location. How many times when we try to have meetings, are you stuck monkeying around with the projection screen or the, the big TV? You got, is, there, is my HDMI cable long enough? Do I got the right dongle? It's frustrating. It's irritating. We all hate it. Now, all you need to do is walk in there. You open up your laptop. Every single person in that boardroom or in the coffee shop, because this doesn't require you to be in a boardroom. You can be anywhere with this now. It costs only $10 a month, and you can find out about it at facetto.com. There's, there's, there's a special adhesive that makes it stick so much better and lay down so much better. Like you'll notice a lot of screen protectors, it's like a really flimsy back, and it's got like a little post-it thing on the top. This thing, this rigid plastic, also helps keep it safe when you're shipping it. It's also shipped in an electrostatic envelope, so that also keeps it safe. But basically, when you take this thing off, you literally, this is obviously for the other phone, right? right? Yeah. But you literally, you've got this, this, it's like you've got your racetrack and you've got the outline, you just drop it in and you push it down. And the, 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 the adhesive in this technology, it almost lays itself down by itself. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty remarkable. How can people find out more about it? They can go to mydiamonddog.com. Mydiamonddog.com, like on your shirt. You got it, absolutely.
So we're here at CES, officially day two. Actually, it's my day five if you include the media days. Um, I'm here at uh, the Sands Expo today. We're going to be looking at the exhibits here. Um, there's a Eureka Park with where all the startups are um, and a bunch of other great companies here. Definitely more crowded here. This is, you know, about two, three years ago, uh, the, the hop and place switched from the Las Vegas Convention Center to the Sands. Uh, a lot of other high-tech companies here. Just saw a terrific exhibit um, that Amazon showed. Great presence for them and for Alexa. I'll share that with you right now. Um, and, uh, and then we'll see what other interviews and fun stuff we see today. So uh, thanks for staying with us. Uh, my name is Sarah LaLiberty and welcome to the ULE Alliance. We're a global association, about 130 member companies who have all come together to evangelize and, and standardize the work of um, ultra-low energy, ULE. And ULE is actually a spin-off of DECT communication, which is the old telecom cordless phone um, spectrum. It was on a frequency 1.9 in the U.S., 1.8 elsewhere. We've taken and we've repurposed that for the smart home environment. So we have all of our member companies are here at CES. We're having a great time showcasing our certified products. Some, some interop demos. We have VTech and DSP Group and Crow here in the booth. Um, we recently had member announcements. So DSP Group announced that Blue by ADP is uh, taking on security using ULE. We're very excited about that. Very active in Europe with Orange and Magenta, which is Deutsche Telekom's home connectivity solution, and elsewhere. So the U.S. is really excited to jump on this bandwagon with uh, ADP 
Other companies like Network Thermostat are also using ULA, and we're really excited to see how this type of technology is going to advance and further not only the smart home, but industrial environments as well. You can find out more by going to ulealliance.org and um, visit our website. We have videos and white papers. Membership is absolutely free for adopter members, and we have two other levels if you're interested in joining for uh, certification of products. Can you show the storage space one more time? store cables where they can be pretty yeah. assistant. Like you have the echo dock there, right? And we all have the um, rotation plug here. You can rotate it to different um, direction. It's our patent technology. Is it available in the US? Yes, yes. What, what oh, power tech? Yes. We are a Taiwanese company. Hi, my name is Kyle with Top Greener, and right here we have some of our Wi-Fi products. We're going to jump right in. So new for us this year, we have our brand new Wi-Fi USB outlet. You get independent control of your USB devices, and also the, the bottom outlet is controlled separately, and you have your always-on top outlet, which is Title 24 compliant in the state of California. You have one that has energy monitoring. If you want something a little bit cheaper, you don't need energy monitoring, you can come on down here and grab this one without. Uh, another great thing that we have is our smart plugs. All of those work on the same app, Top Greener app. You can find it on Google Play or Apple App Store. Also a great thing about our app is it also works with Smart Life products. So if you're a Toya fan, you have those products, it integrates great. Another fantastic thing is Google and Amazon Alexa compatible. So hey Google, hey Alexa, it can basically control any of your device that you have plugged in. So on the flip side over here, if we can, we have a couple of switches, dimmers, and even our brand new scene controller. So down here, this is, the, this is one of our brand new products coming out in mid-2020. This is our Wi-Fi scene controller. This is great for people who don't want to get in their phone all the time. It's really easy to connect all of your devices, set scenes. So for example, you don't get to lose the control of your AC on and off outlet, but each button can program up to two scenes. So let's say you have your lamps in your living room, two or three of them, you want to turn them off or on. All you have to do is press one button. You don't need to get in your phone. You don't even have to talk to Alexa. You, you do set that up on your phone, so once you download the Top Greener app, you install um, the product, then you can just go in and, and set the scenes. It's really easy. Another great thing you can do is set conditions. So let's say you have uh, one of our heavy-duty plugins. You can plug your space heater into that. Let's say it drops down to 30 degrees outside. It'll automatically trigger that and turn on your space heater for you. So there's a lot of cool things that we can do. Uh, another one of our products that we're really focused on this year is our Wi-Fi relay module. This is great for people who have old homes, they don't want to replace their switches, maybe they're decorative. This installs directly behind the switch in the box and it turns your light into a smart light. Uh, another great thing about this, some applications, it can go directly above the fan in your ceiling box. So we're really trying to make sure we have a diverse line of products, including Oh, absolutely. You can find it online, topgreener.com, or you can go to Amazon.
Hi, Ryan Crodel with Valencell here. Uh, happy to show you some new technology we're launching this year at CES 2020. That is the ability to measure blood pressure as accurately as a blood pressure cuff in an audio earbud. Here's the sensor you see embedded in, this is just a reference design earbud that, uh, that we have to show off and demonstrate the technology, but you can see how small the sensor is. That sensor is measuring heart rate, heart rate variability, other biometrics, and now including blood pressure in, um, in an audio earbud. This technology is available today to start integrating into uh, all kinds of different uh, audio earbuds. And you can see the technology being used in real time here. She has the, the earbud in, and that is being displayed here in real time. You can see her changes uh, in real time uh, to her blood pressure as well as to her heart rate. And you can see she's extremely healthy with uh, a very good uh, blood pressure reading. So these are standard earbuds that um, that play audio and can use voice assistance and anything else, but also measure biometrics extremely accurately to do more advanced things like measuring blood pressure. So we are an ingredient technology. We provide this technology to the device makers to integrate into the earbuds that they're developing. When might we see it in the market? Great question. Probably later this year in 2020 or in early 2021. Go to valencell.com, V-A-L-E-N-C-E-L-L.com. Hi, my name is June Dayan. I'm with the Smart Office Group at Lenovo, and I'm here to introduce the Think Smart View. It's our new product that just announced here at CES. And what we have here is a Teams-dedicated device that is meant either as a companion to your PC and your team's experience on your PC, or as a standalone device, can be used for video. There is a Think Shutter for privacy, as well as the audio controls up here, a hard mute as well as volume buttons. And so really, this can be your entire team's experience. Um, your meetings will show up on the screen, and you can do one touch to join all of your meetings view your content on here, um, or view the video participants in the meeting. We'll operate in portrait and landscape mode, and you can pair it with a great set of Bluetooth headset. And so you can use this in an open workspace, you can use this in a um, home office, and also great for hoteling and when you're doing um, hot desking in the office space. Uh, this will be available in mid-February of this year. It's a Microsoft certified device, of course, and the MSRP will be $349. Uh, Lenovo.com. Hi, I'm John Miller. I work for Photonic Crystal, based in Shenzhen and in Santa Clara, and we're introducing our new Nano AR technology that can be used as a fully transparent projection screen. We all know that a fully transparent image cannot be formed onto a piece of glass. So what we've developed is a very high-tech film that can selectively reflect the light from the projector. You can use any projector in this application. 
the light from the back of the screen passes through directly to the viewer. No problems there. So as you can see, it's almost a perfectly clear image with about 1% haze, which is very, very low. If you were to turn off the image, you would see it looks just like a piece of glass. But when you turn on the projector, about 20% of the light is reflected back. The main application we're going for now is digital signage, so we can turn any window into a display. We have other applications we're following on with, such as an AR display, where you can overlay information into the real world. We have other applications in automotive, such as a windshield or a side window display. And we can even develop in the future a true light field display, which will give you a 3D image on a fully transparent screen. How can people find out more about it? Right now, you can go to nanoarvr.com and uh, see our website. We're showing some products there that are now being sold in China. So hello everyone, uh, I'm Lei Dong, I'm from Tanawals. So we make a lithium rechargeable AA and AAA battery and our latest uh, product, Tanawals AAA lithium rechargeable battery just won the CES 2020 Innovation Awards. So there are, um, so people use many disposable batteries nowadays. So we want, but uh, we want to connect the lithium, uh, advance the lithium technology with the household battery market. Yes, and we want to uh, invoke more people to realize it's the time to save, save, the, save the cost and save the environment from the uh, disposable batteries. And for Why our... Are these better than the other rechargeables that are on the market? Yeah, so our battery, uh, for both the AA and the AAA battery, uh, it outputs the voltage at 1.5. Uh, constantly, which means uh, the battery ha can have the same performance uh, regardless of the ba battery capacity left or how many cycle uh, you have used. Uh, the battery can have the same uh, cycle to cycle performance and each battery can be recharged less than two hours and the battery can be reused for 1000 cycles. And available now? Yeah, uh, there are five retail packages, all all of them are available on Amazon.com right now. Yeah, just to search Tanawals. Yeah, our website is Tanawals.net, and also you can search Tanawals on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Okay, so I'm here um, at the end of the day, CES Day 2, which as you remember is for me is I think Day 5 at this point or 4. I've totally lost track. I can barely feel my legs at this point. Um, but I'm sitting in a nice little cafe with my good friend uh, Manalo Amalgro and um, uh, a fellow emerging technology fellow. You don't get to say that phrase every day. And I wanted you to get his impressions. He gave a great presentation today at CES, get his impressions of what he sees here and why it's relevant to him and why he comes. So let's try this technology. I'll see if I can flip the camera while recording in real time. Magic, it's magic. Here, I'm going to ask So, uh, who are you working with now? Well, I work for a retail tech consultancy called Q Division, which is a subsidiary of Stratacash. So, 
we are the consultancy arm. We're the consultancy arm of the of the group, basically. Um, we come here to see the trends. I think a lot of what we always say is you need to leave your industry to see where the inspiration is going to come from. The breakthroughs, understanding the trends, and see, yes, I mean, that's why you come here, is you can see what people are going to expect in their lives or what is going to be setting the new expectations, right? So we, we, we've seen this super radical, disruptive, high expectation of people wanting things in an hour. I mean, that thanks to Amazon, we now have a new expectation. So look at what retailers have to do. They have to create a whole new logistics chain just to meet those demands. So here at CES, all of that is happening. Um, streaming technologies, so you can see a lot of these new companies coming in. Uh, you know, Disney Plus is here. They're showing their services and things like that. But then what does that mean? A lot of these streamer platforms have to update and upgrade so that they can support these things. Um, I think... What fascinates me is there's a whole new area. Like, in general, it used to be the LVCC was the main platform, TVs, appliances, things like that. That's where you would go. And the SANS was, you know, this experimental area. It's flip-flopped. And I think we see all of these new things. The sleep tech area, huge. Everybody is not getting enough sleep. And there are all sorts of devices. I saw smart pajamas, which were really stylish, that would track your respiration, your your body temperature, your heart rate, which, you know, you think about it, that's, it, it's on you, why wouldn't it do that? But what's fascinating is they built in a fall sensor. So for elderly people, or if you have a child, you could put it on them and, you know, sometimes they fall out of bed, or they're walking around because they're dressed in pajamas all the time and they fall down, but these kind of things are fascinating to see what and how they're thinking. Um, I think in the areas of home automation, smart home, that is the next uh, war ground. I think we're seeing just the beginning of that. Everybody, Amazon, Google, Samsung, they're all trying to be that one primary. I mean, even Apple, HomeKit's still alive and kicking. As, as much as we, they've done nothing for it, it's still out there. But what's happening is... People are starting to bring these things into their home. And of course, when it's in your home, that is what you expect. So I would say, look at the technology where they're putting devices in our bathrooms now. You know, we saw the smart toilet last year, smart showers, speakers in our showers. Um, you can tell your shower how, how to heat up and get ready. So voice continues to grow. And if you think about voice as a whole, why wouldn't I expect other devices in my life to react that way? So from an enterprise perspective, if I, if I have these tools at my office or where I work, why wouldn't I expect that to happen as well? So you got to look at these trends that are happening, even the micro trends. Um, efficiency in technology, right? We were like, we were, you and I were talking about the battery efficiency and performance. Those kind of things are also kind of making their leap because now I can, I can charge my phone in 15 minutes to 100%. But now you can expect that. So anybody else who isn't selling that is going to have to change. Exactly. And any other devices that I hook to my phone or I use to record things or I use at work or things that are part of my professional life, I will find those devices that will charge those ways instead of um, you know, going with the other reliable stuff that's out there. So I think in general, we look at the Consumer Electronics Show as a way to gauge what expectations are going to be set because that's going to be part of what people expect and everything else they do. 
How can people get in touch with you? They want to reach out to you. Um, you can go to our website, qdivision.us. Don't go anywhere else because it'll look like a sound studio. So qdivision.us tells you what we do. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, Manolo underscore Almagro, or you can find me on Instagram, Manolo A. And that's how you find me. Well, now that I've had a good night's sleep, this is uh, CES day three and my day five. I've got the count right this time. Um, and I'm uh, wearing the fleece and rocking the shades because I'm going to check out some of the outdoor exhibits today. You can see behind me, or maybe you can't see because it's too bright. There's the uh, Google gumball machine over there, so that's still here. But again, as I said before, there have been a heck of a lot less Google people around the show floor. Last two years, they made a statement putting their name and the Google Assistant information on everything. This year, not so much. Definitely downplayed. Uh, Let's go see what's going on in the outdoor exhibits. have actually commented on how Google's outdoor exhibit is such a behemoth that they actually poured concrete to put it on temporarily in the parking lot, which is just an amazing structure for them to build. Thank you very much for watching this a um, uh, little bit longer than usual show from CES 2020. A um, lot of interesting things and important things to come out of this show. Um, certainly uh, uh, monitoring the explosion of uh, uh, Bluetooth True Wireless earbuds. The price is there. As I said, they're going to be around and uh, prices are going to go down. You'll be able to buy these cheap ones at your grocery store when you're checking out. So uh, that's a trend that's going to be happening in the industry. Certainly the framework of AI and how AI and machine learning are going to make major advances this year. And we're actually putting some uh, ideas around that, and that's cool. Um, uh, there was an announcement uh, about the next generation of Bluetooth, Bluetooth LE, that uh, um, is actually very interesting. It's going to help, especially with this explosion of the earbuds and everything else that's going on. 
Uh, a lot, lot of really interesting little things that I found this year. Uh, definitely made the trip worthwhile. It's uh, one of the most fantastic and one of the most exhausting weeks. I strongly recommend, as did all of my guests that uh, you heard from on the show this year, that you attend this uh, conference at least once, if not every year. Um, get out of your uh, uh, core competency area and learn what's going on in technology and in trends. And uh, hopefully it'll uh, make you a better rounded person in whatever your specialty is, like it has for me. So uh, for uh, everybody that's carrying this, uh, for the IMCCA, for AV Nation TV, for uh, Sound and Communications and all the other uh, partners that have helped me, this is David Danto saying uh, I'll see you on the next time. Thanks for joining us.